everyone, it's Benji here. I just want to let you guys know that the Budget Overland podcast is uh, no more. Uh, ended that back in February 2024. I just wanted to come on here and give you guys a disclaimer as to not buy anything from Budget Overland Official. The only two things that you should be able to join is the Facebook group, and that is under groups, and it's called Budget Overland. You have to ask to join. It's still up and operational. And then BudgetOverlandPortal.com will still be up and operational until the domain name runs out, which I believe is good till 2026. Anything, everything else that's Budget Overland out there, please don't support. Please don't buy. It's either spam, scam, or something else. Uh, just want to let you guys know, I did start a new podcast called Newfound Overland. It's available on all major platforms. Love to have you over there. Uh, just kind of disclaimer here, guys, up front before you get into today's episode. There's a lot of gold out here. You know, every episode we had some good guests and good topics. So I don't want to discourage you guys from listening further. So please do. And I'd love to see you over on Newfound Overland. Bye-bye. All right, welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Budget Overland Podcast. I'm Jay Teagues. We have in studio Benji Ward. How you doing, brother? Doing good, brother. Doing good. Welcome back. And uh, before we get into today's episode, we're going to talk about the Big Iron recap, our experience at the Big Iron Rally in, uh, min- was it Mineral, Kansas? It was awesome. Awesome event we're going to talk about. Uh, you know, basically what we saw, how it was for, we, we met a lot of the community there. A lot of people weren't able to make it, but we just kind of want to talk about our experience there because it was very unique. Uh, but before we get into today's episode and today's conversation, uh, real quick, if you haven't done so already, make sure you smash that subscribe button so you're notified of future episodes. If you're listening to us, we also have a YouTube channel where you can actually watch us, although we're not very pleasant to look at, but hey, <laughs> <laughs> We're, we're here. If you, if you happen to want to see us too, we're here. We're here all day. Uh, but yeah, go check us out on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe. We're dropping other videos over there, other content. Um, so if you subscribe, then you're notified when we're dropping out new content there and, um, go to budget overland official, get yourself a sticker, uh, pack combo or grab yourself, uh, one of these high quality budget overland shirts. We've got a few designs out there and, um, we're also, for uh, those that you may may not know, if you've listened to the last few podcasts, we are uh, you know, being sponsored by Trail Rated Coffee Company. So this episode is sponsored by Trail Rated Coffee Company. What is Trail Rated Coffee? They're a small family-owned coffee roasting company located in Colorado. Owner is Chris Gaines. He was on the podcast a few episodes ago. And uh, you know what I love about Trail Rated Coffee is that he's an overlander. And it's coffee for overlanders that's giving back to our community. Do you think those other big name stores, the, the 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 big can that you get, you think they're giving back to the Overland community? Hell no, they're not. But Trail Ray Coffee, <laughs> they donate uh, they donate to uh, Trail Reconstruction, um, and um, yeah, and the, the other great thing is they're giving our community a uh, discount code. So normally we get a fifteen percent discount with the code Budget fifteen. However, if you're listening to this in real time. This is this is what today is the 28th of June of 2022. If you order between now and July 4th, if you use the code USA20, USA, all caps, 2-0, you'll get 20% off your next order. So Chris has been very gracious with our community. Uh, the coffee is fantastic. Well, Benji, what do you think about their coffee? 
I think it, I mean, it's not only good coffee, it's a good cause, great company. If you've got any feedback or any information, like anything that you want to know about coffee, he yeah. says, call him up. He will give you, you know, in-depth discussion. You guys will be on the phone for hours talking about, you know, um, just different ways to, to brew your coffee at camp. Uh, and, and not only that, he, he genuinely cares about the community, which is awesome. Uh, or else we probably wouldn't have even partnered with him. But uh, yeah, yeah, great coffee, great product, great service, great guys. So this country is founded on small business. We got to support small business. And this is a small business that's fully ingrained in our community. So we've got to support each other. So go check out Trail sure. Coffee and uh, use that discount code. Yep. All right. Benji, big iron, man. What'd you think about it? Well, I'm glad that we've waited a couple of weeks to actually talk about this because <laughs> we had some dilemma. Uh, you guys rolled in a little bit late. You guys had some family emergencies going on. Uh, I believe you guys rolled in on Saturday. Yeah, and, we meant to get uh, there on Friday. It was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday event. And uh, Lacey and I, uh, her uncle had some bad news. So we had to go. We basically went down to Dallas and uh, spent an extra day there. He was dealing with some pretty significant the type of news that you don't want to hear from the doctor. So we spent an extra day there because other family was coming into town to help them. And so yeah. we got a delayed start. So, uh, but we did make it on Saturday afternoon. You made it. And whenever you it. got there, it was an oven. Like, it, it was, was so, hot. so hot. So freaking hot, man. And we we're all in the middle of a field. No shade. I mean, unless you brought like your awning or a pop-up, we had both. Um, it was still kind of hot, but they had like their little museum um, that you could go in there and, and it was air conditioned and everything. And then actually down by the bands, unless the sun was, you know, on Big Brutus, unless the sun was just beating down there. It was it was really cool down there. Um, we walked around and it was like a nice, cool breeze. But man, it got so hot and we were just we were all complaining at the time and a lot of people left because of it, but I mean, it is what it is. You can't control the weather. Um, obviously, um, you know, with the music and everything was going, I'm pretty sure around the clock, I think they stopped it. Uh, I think they started at like 11 in the morning till like 11 at night. So it was like mm -hmm. constant music, constant live bands. It was awesome. They had a beer garden over there. You can go get different uh, beers, and then all the vendors, of course, you know, they were giving out stuff and they were um, talking to you. You could look at all their products and everything. So, I mean, that was fun. And then also talking to people who we've met, you know, via uh, Facebook groups or online, uh, we actually got to talk to them in person. So that was really fun. Uh, you know, so it, it, it outweighs it. The pros and cons, you can't control the weather. I'd rather be a little warmer than freezing cold, but that was debatable. Uh, with amongst the group we were with, um, we got to hang out with uh, Baker Overland, uh, Diamond State Off Road, and then Eagles Overlanding. They were all there. We kind of camped together. Uh, we had great conversations around the campfire at night, and uh, everybody kind of did their own thing, their own video. And man, it was hot. What'd you think? I thought it was cool. It was definitely unique. I, I wish we could have got there a little bit sooner. When we rolled up, like you said, it was in a it was in a big field. It was hot, and uh, I'll tell you what I've seen pictures of Big Brutus. And uh, for those that, uh, if you don't know what Big Brutus is, it's like this gigantic excavator. I got some notes here about Big Brutus. It's the nickname of the. Uh, I'm probably going to screw this up. Buck Iris Erie model. It's B U C Y R U S dash Erie model. It's an 1850B electric shovel which was the second largest of its type in operation 
in the 1960s and 1970s. So just, it's just gigantic. Like the picture of it on the internet was amazing, but actually driving up, you could see the damn thing miles right. away. This huge right. orange excavator. It's Big Bruce is the centerpiece of a mining museum in West Mineral, Kansas, where it was used to uh, in coal strip mining operations. The shovel was designed to dig from 20 to 69 feet down to unearth relatively shallow coal seams, which would themselves be mined for smaller equipment. And you can see like where the path was because there's like, um, I don't know, they basically turned it into a lake. And I forgot what the 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 total distance was, but this thing was basically, I, I think it was in operation for about 12 years. And yeah. uh, when you can actually walk up in it, it looks like something out of Star Wars when you're walking up right. to it because yeah, the right, treads right. are so huge. And yeah. what was so cool is like back behind it, like underneath it, that's where they had the stage. So you could actually like yeah. walk up and you're kind of behind the stage and you kind of walk up inside Big Brutus. And when you walk in, it reminded me of like a big naval vessel. Like, right, that's, right. It, it was just, it's just, it is fascinating. It's definitely that Let's- alone is worth the trip. What's funny, I mean, it's out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. And then you're driving through these fields and then boom, there it is off on the horizon. And then you just keep getting closer and closer and closer. I would say it was probably just ballparking it four or five stories tall, probably all the way to the top is, you know, the highest boom. But uh, in the middle of a field, it was crazy. But I mean, it was it was super cool. It was very historical. You don't think of Kansas really as overlanding in and you know, it was just more like a meetup anyway. Uh, other like-minded people. Uh, yeah. But man, it was it was fun. But man, it was hot. But it, you can't was, control the weather. I think everybody hot. like for us, man. We we went to town. Uh, I think an hour or two before y'all got there, and we were needing ice because we got a fridge you know, or not a fridge. We've got a cooler. We needed ice. We texted you guys and we're like, well, let's just go to give us an excuse to go to town with the Sonic. Went to, they had like a Dollar General's, like a super store Dollar General. Never heard of that. They own gas station and everything. And we just walked really? around there a for like gas station at a Dollar General. They had a Dollar General. It's like a super center Dollar General. Wow. Uh, I mean, it wasn't that big, but I mean, it was for Dollar General. It was pretty nice. But we I were walking around there in the air conditioning. Absolutely. They had their own little gas island. They had, yeah. they had meat, they had a beer cooler, they had everything. It was bizarre. So we just walked around there, kind of explored, cooled down, got our eyes. And then, you know, of course, we went back. We explored the little town of West Mineral and uh, we, we went back to camp and everyone's like, well, did you guys get lost? We're like, no, we were in the air conditioning trying to cool down. I mean, it was I don't know what the heat index was, but man, it was hot. But like if we did this, you know, conversation a couple of weeks ago. And I'm still talking about how hot it was, but a couple weeks ago, I would have been like, oh, man, don't go. It's so hot. But it was fun. You got to outweigh the pros and cons, especially whenever you got time to settle down and actually reflect on it. They did a charity uh, you know, auction. All the vendors and everybody kind of pulled together and put put product out there for bid. I think they raised over fifteen dollars or $16,000 that actually went towards painting Big Brutus. I mean, that's a lot of money. Um, yeah, what did they say? It cost, cost $150,000 to paint yes. Big Brutus. Yes. And it requires painting because it's a historic monument of some kind. Well, I mean, well that and it's, it's all metal and it'll, yeah. you know, it would turn into nothing real quick if they didn't maintain it. But um, I, I was surprised with that figure of how much it cost to paint it. So it was pretty cool that the proceeds went for that. Crazy. Yeah. yeah, I mean that, that was a cool a cool thing. Along with all the bands and all the vendors, it was kind of like a uh, 
I don't know, just just a big music festival slash hangout slash no agenda. They had classes going on. Uh, yeah. You know, if you want to learn about doing certain things, this was my first time going. Yeah. Um, so it was, I, it was, I loved it. it. It's, it's been their second year. So there's there was probably I mean, how many people do you think were there? Like how many vehicles? I would guess 150 to 160 vehicles, probably more. I don't know. I say there's probably more like 200, man, 200 plus. It was it was a lot. It, I mean, that they were pretty spread out there. A lot of people took off Saturday afternoon because it was so hot. And then there was a storm coming, and we'll get into that here in a minute. But uh, <laughs> there was a st- there was a storm supposedly brewing on the horizon, yeah. and everybody's like, "Yeah, we need the rain." And they're like, "No, not that kind of storm. It's like tornadic storms." And we're all in Kansas. Everybody knows Twister, and we're all freaking out because of it. Uh, but I, literally during the afternoon, from probably one to four, like you would just see people just packing up and leaving because it was it was pretty hot. So. Yeah. Well, I remember when we rolled up, it was, uh, you guys were sweating your ass off and, uh, we had rolled up and I had the VW. So we just, we, we ground tented with all the peasants this time we slummed it. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, For a brief, you guys were making fun moment. of us with the, yeah, <laughs> you're making fun of us with the, having the VW. However, there was a guy at the gate that also had another TDI. We talked a little bit. Again, yes. An overland patch, which is pretty cool. His so, was pretty decked out with the, his was, the yeah. low profile wheels. He's yeah. from Kansas City. I mean, he's from yeah. Kansas City. That was good, man. It was, it was awesome. Uh, but yeah, we got set up. And I remember um, Tate from Overland Spices was having hosting yeah. a um, uh, his his tasting event over there. I remember going over to get some shaved ice. And they had this awesome, like, I'll drop the photo in the group. It was like a, a yellow snow cone. It was uh, pickle juice with a big-ass pickle <laughs> hanging out of it. And it was surprisingly really good. <laughs> yeah. It was actually really good. They were all laughing at me because it looked pretty goofy. But um, but yeah, the um, that was great. And then we hung out for the uh, the auction. They had so much stuff to auction yeah. off. And that was a lot of fun. Yeah. And the, the music was fantastic. The lineup that Chris had there was awesome. Yeah. Good good variety of music. Um, yeah. Definitely, you know, a-rated because I, I used to book bands and stuff, show, show promotion, all that stuff. All the bands there sounded really good. Uh, yeah. They knew what they were doing. They weren't, you know, stage shy or anything. They just went out there, did their thing. And you yeah. can kind of tell from from people who have experienced that stuff versus just trying to hire the neighborhood, you know, garage band guys. They, they were top class musicians by, yeah, you know, by far. It was, it was a good event for for them also. I felt bad for the ones earlier in the day though, because it was so hot and they were out there just jamming. I mean, they right were, in the sun. They, they didn't let it slow them down a bit. But I'm gonna tell you what, dude, mm. it was hot. It was so hot, and uh, but they were they were bringing the the I don't know what you say in the music industry, but they're they bringing it. It was good. Bringing the fire. Bringing the fire. <laughs> hey, uh, so let's go back to Tate because uh, they did yeah. the uh, Camp Cook competition. All right. So everybody knows I've got the world's famous biscuits and somehow they turned out to be the world's most expensive biscuits. And now they're the world's famous biscuits, but I'll take both. So I did register to do um, the uh, breakfast competition. There was breakfast, I believe, lunch, dinner and dessert. And I think lunch was designated for children under the ages of like 12 or 13, something like that to cook. I think I don't know. But anyway, I just did the breakfast and I thought the breakfast competition was only biscuits and gravy. So I was like, oh, this is a shoe and I've got this. You know, I got the world's best biscuits, best gravy, blah, blah, blah. I go in there. There's like uh, uh, Jacob Kane had uh, some kind of 
breakfast wrap with fruits and all this fresh food and stuff. I'm like, oh, he's disqualified because those aren't biscuits and gravy. And then there was <laughs> other people that brought in all sorts of weird stuff. I'm like, man, maybe I screwed up. Maybe it wasn't biscuits and gravy only. It was just breakfast. Well, sure enough, it was just a breakfast category. I lost. I didn't lose. There was only like six people that did the breakfast or seven. And, you know, there was first, second, third place in that. I didn't even hit the charts. So I'm a little bitter about that. But however, Rendezvous in the Ozarks, they are doing another Camp Cook competition. And I'm going to register for all three because I need to redeem myself. I need to do do it all. Did, but did I you say somebody delivered breakfast via a drone? Yeah, somebody. <laughs> it was hilarious, too, because he was like in the back 40. And they flew it over there. I don't know the guy's name. He flew it over there and then you know, dropped it in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hilarious. You got to be innovative, but those are, so I don't funny. know if those are extra bounty points or not. I mean, nobody would really know his, his uh, container number. So it was cool, though. Nonetheless, we were all sitting down and everyone's like, oh, look, he's flying his breakfast in. Yeah, that's it was hilarious. Fun. Jacob Kane and his family cleaned up, man. He won so many yeah. prizes. He's in, the, he's in the budget overland community, man. And uh, he walked out with all sorts of prize money and stuff. He did. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, I was like, "Holy cow!" And he's awesome. like, real humble, very humble about it all. But yeah, I need to next time, Jacob. If you're listening, we need to we need to meet up at Rendezvous, or next time I see you, I, I yeah, invite him on your trip if you need a cook. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it looked dude. legit. Like presentation, everything looked legit. Yeah, um, dude knows what he's doing. Yeah, we bumped into him on the... Meanwhile, uh, we're eating your crappy biscuits. Dude, <laughs> let mean, me tell I mean, you something. I mean, world hey. famous, delicious. So, no, you missed <laughs> out. Okay, I'm telling you right now, you know what my biscuits taste like. When okay. they're not burned, they're good. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey, I'll do it. This time, I actually tried. I tried. <laughs> and I offered it to, to everybody at camp. And I won't say who, but somebody said, hey... Do you have extras? And I'm like, oh, these are going to win. These are going to win. <laughs> but, man, they were I, – I spent my time, and I, I spent a lot more money on propane. Let's just say that. I didn't quick cook them. I slow cooked them. Slow and <laughs> they turned out pretty good. Unfortunately, not enough to rank. Man, but, with the heat of that sun, you probably could have baked them throughout the day. <laughs> dude, we woke up, and uh, we woke up probably five thirty six o'clock. And by 637, it was already probably 80 degrees with, you know, yeah. 90% humidity. It was insane. Yeah. But it, it was what it was. We had fun. Yeah. That was great. We saw we saw Michael Sweet, who was formerly on the podcast. Him and his wife were out there. And they, yeah. uh, man, I don't know. They, they, they auctioned off a guitar yeah. uh, with all the bands that signed off on it. And uh, they, they earned that bad boy. So. And they bought the, cool uh, they bought lifetime uh, tickets to, um, to more and to big iron, yeah. which was they awesome. Got, they got because they're going to go that. anyway. Yeah, they yeah. did get a good deal on that. Yeah, no, it's pretty pretty awesome. They they cleaned up pretty well. It's pretty cool to to yeah. see them and actually see their vehicles in person and stuff. It's pretty cool. We saw a few other people. There's a few people that you talked to. I didn't get a chance to talk to and yeah, because uh, I got in late. But um, man, yeah, it, it was it was cool to it's these are fun. I mean, it's just cool to see people. Uh, part of the community and just, uh, you know, seeing them and in, in person. Well, that's the, that's the thing, like with where we're located, I mean, you got big iron, you got more. So big iron was in West mineral, Kansas. That's about, I would say two and a half hours away from Springfield where more expos held 
is in Springfield. We're an hour and a half away from Moore. Uh, we're three hours away from Rendezvous in the Ozarks. So, yeah. like, our community, like, where we're at, we say our community, which we're worldwide on listeners and, and our community and everything. But most of those people live within six states of Missouri, and they're going to travel to these events, which is, you know, for us is perfect because we can meet all those people that want to yeah. uh, chit-chat and people that we've talked to on Facebook and actually put a face to their name. Uh, that's that's my favorite part is just getting to talk to people. And I know a couple of guys walked up to me and they look like I didn't want to talk to them. I didn't want to burn my biscuits. And I told them that I said, <laughs> I said, I'd love to talk to you, but I can't burn my biscuits. So I got to check <laughs> on my biscuits, but it was fun, man. Yeah, no, it's such a great community, man. People are so friendly. It's just cool to see all the different rigs, all the different setups there. It yeah. was cool to see big Brutus there, the the music. It was it was a really unique event, and I would encourage anyone that hasn't had the opportunity to go to maybe get give it a try next year when uh, when they come back. I thought it was really cool yeah. that um, the shovel, people were parked, I guess, on the Sunday morning. You could back your vehicle up into the yeah. shovel and take your photo with it. That was pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that was cool. That was yeah. cool. And uh, but, the little museum. why didn't we wait there? Why didn't we stay till Sunday, Jay? Yeah, that's a good question. I had every intention of staying until <laughs> Sunday, and I don't know what the hell happened. You've, you've been driving no. 14 hours or whatever. Yeah, so I, weekend. I I drove in. <laughs> I was exhausted, but we got there. We uh, we we. I mean, it was so hot. We started cracking open some beers. So we're having a good time, hanging out at the auction. I've got my pickle juice stuff. I'm eating some food. You know, we're hanging out. We're talking to people, and uh, I don't know. Some people started to leave early because. There was a, a a storm cell brewing, and some people were worried about the tentage or whatnot. You know, they're on tents; they like they probably had enough with the heat and whatnot. So, uh, but you're like, you know what? We're we're not going anywhere. We're going to stay. How far away is home? Like four or five hours. And um, I don't know. I'd say about we we had had the conversation, and uh, but we were we're gonna we're gonna stick it out. We're gonna we looked at the radar and like you know we're we're gonna be okay. We're gonna chance it, but we're gonna be okay. And we saw that there's a meteorologist, I guess, out of Nebraska or somebody. Somebody said that dude, dude's a meteorologist. If he takes off, you, you guys need to take off. So he was staying yeah. put. So I'm like, we're good to go. So we uh, we have a few beers. I'm feeling pretty good. You know, I was hanging out with everyone, just hanging around the campfire. And we decided to go to bed. And uh, I just remember waking up and, and Benji's like, he's like, guys, you got to wake up. There's a, there's a tornado coming. Kate wants to get out of here or something like that. And we're just like, without <laughs> even thinking, like, Okay, we we gotta go like tornado. Like okay, we're like packing up. We're like you know rolling up the sleeping bags, bringing the tent down. <laughs> I remember like looking. I had to. I, every time that I go camping in the middle of the night, I have to use the facility. So I had to run over and find a flashlight and do my thing real quick. Happens every time. Get back. So we're sort of just scrambling, packing up camp and everything. And uh, I remember seeing Kate. <laughs> Kate's like, I don't know why we're leaving. <laughs> I was like, Benji said you wanted to leave. <laughs> And uh, uh, I don't know. We were all packed up, and uh, we got in the car. It's like, well, it's too late now. We're committed to going home now. And I remember driving, and we followed you out. It was like one o'clock in the morning. By the time I realized horrible. what was going on, and uh, it was not. We uh, <laughs> we tried to uh, we tried to crash at my parents' house. I think we rolled into Springfield around three thirty in the morning. Yeah, and they live, you know, in Ozark. And I was yep. like, I hate driving at night because I just can't handle the road and stuff like that. Like the it it, it drives me nuts to drive at night. So anyway, we go to my parents' house. We have the garage door code, but however, we don't have a key to get in the door that's inside the garage to the house. And we knew the rest of the house was locked up because I tried. Uh, our son was staying there. And uh, 
we ended up crashing on their patio furniture. Like they have a little bed out there and we just crashed out there. It's funny. You got there and you were locked out. That's just hilarious. It was, but we couldn't, I didn't want to text him or call him or alarm him or anything, but here's the whole reason. Yeah. Why, why, like why did we go home? Cause it was a beautiful okay. Sunday morning. Those that stayed. Oh yes. Beautiful, peaceful. It was a majestic morning. Nice and cool. And everybody, no everybody left. So, I woke up to use the John, and I came. You know, our tent's ginormous. It's yes. like an eight person tent, and we've got a cot and blah, blah, blah. So I wake up like, I don't even know, 12 30, whatever time I woke you guys up, 10 minutes before that. So I woke up, w- went to use the John, came back, got in my bed. And then from our conversation earlier around the fire of tornadic activity and all this BS, The wind was blowing my giant tent and it was hitting my face, which that would never normally happen unless there was high winds. So, like, I I guess in my my sleepless mind, it just triggered, like, there's a tornado. We got to go. So, if somebody actually would have said, no, we're good, bro, like, I probably would have stayed. But no, I was like, all defense, get out. I've seen the movie Twister. I know we were in Kansas. I didn't want to risk it, but I think I, that's funny. I remember <laughs> I remember trying to get the signal so we could, but we didn't have a signal on her phone and my phone was dead. So we kind of took your word for it, man. And we got packed up and got the hell out of there. And we're like on the way home, like there's nothing happening. <laughs> yeah. You're cussing, you're cussing me out on the way home. Like you son of a, that's I, funny. I, maybe a little bit. I was like, what the hell are we doing right now? Cause I was so tired. I mean, I just drove. And like, Kate kept, Kate kept saying that too. I know it and I feel bad, but I the safety was in the forefront of my mind. And then Kate, the whole time we were driving, let we haven't even left the parking lot of Big Iron. She's like, Why are we leaving? And I'm like, There's a tornado coming. Everybody's talking about it all night. The wind was blowing. So but had had there have been a tornado when we stuck it out, man, I don't know who to blame. Mr. Cautious over here, maybe right or wrong. I don't know. You are now disqualified from making weather calls. I don't. I don't ever watch the weather. I don't ever watch the weather. I will. I will pass this hat or baton. I, I'll just burn it. Like, I think we I'll got in at four in the and morning trust. and we were just wrecked. I think yeah, we had to drive up to Columbia after that. Well, then he, two hours, he had so. turn and burn again. It was, it was all. I'm sorry. All good. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. It was all good. It worked out, man. It was an adventure. Always an adventure. <laughs> it really is. Even but, if it's uh, a weekend. Yeah, man. But overall, man, it was uh it was great. It was great. I um uh, the short time that I was there, uh the, the music was fantastic, the, the beer was cold, and uh yeah, yeah. that, that Brutus is something else to, to see. I, I don't want to deter people from going next year because I keep saying it was so hot. Um I think the first year they did it in like May. Maybe the beginning of May. I don't even think the leaves were out yet. And then this year, I believe it was uh, was it the second week of June, some somewhere in there. I forget the the correct date. But it was a lot hotter, and you can't control it because, like in the Midwest, it's either going to be blazing hot or it's going to be rain. So either way, I, I I think everybody would prefer it with some leaves and some fresh grass and all that jazz. Um, so next year, I'm still going to probably go again. Um, 
just because it was fun to see everybody and hang out. It was just a good atmosphere. And uh, who cares? You know, they had showers and, and, and toiletries and all that stuff on, on site. So we weren't a lot of people. It. A lot of people think Kansas. And they're just like, ugh. But I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you what. Kansas has surprised me. Like, if you go through, like, the Flint Hills area, I think the Flint Hills are absolutely stunningly beautiful. It's rolling hills, especially – uh, spring, early summer, where everything's nice and green and lush, and you got all the cows out there. I think it's absolutely beautiful, especially like sunrise or sunset. And then the other part of the state where um, the the highest point was at Mount uh, Sunflower. It's off the beaten path. It's I think it's the highest point in Kansas, which is near the lowest point in Colorado. I think you can actually see Colorado from there. But uh, I went out there. I've been out there a couple times, and because um, I, I like to hit the high points in all the states, and it's just beautiful out there go out there around sunset man and kansas is beautiful in its own way now would i want to live there probably not for me um but <laughs> i wouldn't ever discount it because there there is some beauty out there in, in kansas nice and nice what's cool back. what's that it's a nice reel back oh I wouldn't <laughs> if live you live there. in if you live in kansas you suck but, but it's okay but <laughs> <laughs> no there. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. For it is what it is, man. Yeah. No, I mean, a lot of people laugh at us for living in Missouri. You can't really. Oh, I say it all the time. I don't know why the hell I live in the yeah. Midwest. Especially man, I love it. I love it. Really? Um, yeah, it's four seasons. Now, obviously, we could go like Florida is probably a 12-hour drive. If we really want to go to Colorado super bad, we could get there in 14, 15 hours. And, and that's just kind of the other yeah. side of Kansas. But, I mean, it's got its perks. We're kind of in the middle. There's not a lot of people here. I don't so, know. This past weekend, I went to Michigan. It's the first time I've been to Michigan. You ever been up there? No, but I'd like to do the upper, uh, whatever they call it, the upper peninsula or whatever they call it. Yeah, so we went up near Grayling, which is about an hour, hour and a half north of Grand Rapids. So it's up in there. You're getting close to the UP. Wow. I think you're a stone throw away. So it was up in there pretty uh, pretty good. And uh, the terrain up there, I found it fascinating. It was pretty like flat, kind of rolling. There's a lot of like apple orchards. It got really hot during the day, but I think because you're so far north, like the the camping weather, we did a Ragnar race as a relay. Basically, you camp with a team of people and you're trail running and everyone's taking laps and you're doing it until everyone hits the three laps. And I think we, I don't know what our finishing time was. It took over 24 hours. Um, it was awesome. But that we, so you camp there, you're running. So you have all these like campers everywhere. They got music going, so it's kind of like Big Brutus, but for runners. Um, but it was beautiful up there. Uh, it was absolutely like, uh, I don't know. I didn't know what to expect going to Michigan, but yeah. it was remarkable how cool it got in the evening. It was probably like upper 50s, lower 60s, perfect camp weather for the summertime. And uh, just driving up there, heavily wooded, like it was a lot of like, um, you know, evergreen type trees. Uh, the, the trails that we ran on, it was like all these ferns everywhere. It was just a different type of geography. It's absolutely beautiful. Well, how was the, uh, like humidity compared to like where we're at in Missouri, central Missouri? Oh, we didn't have a lot of humidity up there at all. It was like during the day. Yeah. A little hot steamy during the day, but it wasn't like Missouri humidity. I know they've got, you know, they've got some rivers and and lakes up there, but it wasn't like Missouri. And I don't think the, they, they had some biting flies, but. Uh, and the mosquitoes, I got some like interesting, like bigger whelps as far as like mosquitoes, but for the mm. most part, there wasn't a lot. We saw some porcupines, which was kind of cool. 
Um, yeah. just, it was just different, man. It was cool. Weird. Definitely, I yeah, that'd be fun to go out there. And, that would be fun. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of a underrated area, I would say. Yeah. Underrated, you know, state. Yeah. That'd be fun. So my, my last two big trips, man, rolling the VW with the ground tent, it was pretty cool. I think with, yeah. uh, I mean, I could just pack a lot in that vehicle, and then uh, the way fuel prices are right now, it's just my, it's my, it's my go-to option for some long distance yeah. traveling. Because I crunched the numbers too. on it, man. It would cost me. I mean, I'm getting like 42 miles the gallon versus my Forerunner. I'm getting like 13, 12 to 13. So yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Just it's crazy. Right some something's got to give with these gas prices. I don't want to dive into that, but it's really kind of putting a crunch on our our travel season. Yeah, I'm interested. I'd, I'd be interested to hear how many people have deviated their their plans. I mean, I know there's some people that weren't going to go to Big Iron because of it. I mean, it's it's yeah, you know yeah that's the the that was a talk are. and people they were selling their tickets and everything like which is fair. I mean, you know, as as a show promoter, he was genuine enough to be like, hey, within 30 days, you guys can get a refund. But people are waiting until the last week, and they're like, that's probably whenever it's like it kept you know, increasing in price and people are like, I just can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, um, I know it's putting a crunch on people right now and, uh, it's definitely consideration that, that I have right now, you know, but, uh, but the cool thing is, you know, I've got, I, I, I'm very, I'm happy. You know, I basically just took all my gear out of my forerunner. I got my cooler, you know, I got my uh, refrigerator and I got all my gear and just threw it the back. I mean, it's easy up and go. I have no problem. Yep camping out of my car so it's a different and, form and of overlanding a, right that's a a thought i had today just on the back patio it's like you know people are always talking about trying to get into overlanding it's so difficult and it's like laugh actually after you do it a few times you know your routine you know what works for you and you don't you can literally just throw your gear in any vehicle and just take off it's kind yeah. of like i think once people get past that first hurdle it's like they see all this glamorous stuff it's like you don't need that uh there's little you know, little stuff here and there that'll enhance your trip, but you don't need it. And people just overcomplicate it. And that's why probably 80% of people don't overland. They just rather yeah. watch about it or hear about it. It's crazy. Well, when, when we went to the, the Ragnar camp, there's a lot of people camping and you can obviously tell that, I mean, people brought so much stuff to make it really comfortable. Yeah, yeah. We, we got there, we drove separate from the, the team. They all got in a van, um, but they had a lot of stuff and we just, we brought our little bit of stuff and it was all of our camp gear and we were able to get in and when it's time to pack up, we didn't have nearly as much stuff as everyone else. Yeah, We knew what right. gear that we needed. So it's, it's yeah. definitely a skill. The more that you get out there and camp, the more you realize that yeah. less is more. You don't need as much stuff. Cause that's more right. trips that we had to make packing stuff back and forth. And there's people out there with carts full of shit trying to get it out there to their vehicles. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we're, we didn't have to do all that. And we didn't, it wasn't that's necessary. like the people that go on a weekend trip and they pack everything, but the kitchen sink. Yeah. But if you go out for a week, most people are probably going to take a third of that. I mean, it's yeah. crazy, but I mean, it, I, it all happens with experience. You can't, you yep. can't take this word for me, but you got to go out and experience it. Yeah. I think less is more. The more you do it, yeah, the easier it gets. You know, because I'm yeah. starting to think like, routine. how can we consolidate food? How can you, you know, cut corners here or there? How can you know uh, all of those things? Um, I don't know. It's just uh, it's kind of a cool skill to have. Then you're like, you know, yeah, because you do it so much, you're around to these other novices, you can kind of teach them and show them stuff. You know, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I think that's great. And some, I mean, it just triggered with me today. I was just kind of thinking about it randomly. I was just like. 
there's nothing to overlanding. I mean, there's really not. I mean, it, it depends on if you want to take a, a Civic down a mountain pass. I probably wouldn't do that. I mean, you're going to need, obviously, some certain clearances and stuff. But I mean, for the most part, it's just gear and what, what gets you ticking and going. It's all about road tripping, man. That means it's it's vehicle dependent yeah. travel. You don't. There's this component that people think that they have to always be on, you know, serious off road, and I don't think that that's necessary. Yeah. Is that fun? We're yeah. still gonna we're still gonna do that episode off roading versus overlanding. I think that's gonna yeah. be a great topic. So, yeah. Um, let me know when you're ready to wrap this up. I I, I want to tell you about something. Okay. Well, I, what else <laughs> you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> well, now you take my interest. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get too excited. Uh, so we're going to do the live uh, roundtable podcast Thursday night. So it's like this comes out Wednesday. Oh, good. Thursday I thought you were going to say something like I'm quitting or something. I didn't know the way you prefaced that. I was like, oh, you got bad. I know it. I, I do that to people. I'm called the cliffhanger. It's like, well, yeah. <laughs> Dramatic. I've got something to tell you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but like our, I just wanted to make sure it, it was in my mind. I didn't want to just spew it out at the wrong time. But we're going to do the live table, the round table live um, recording yep. um, Thursday night, 730 Central, Central Standard, Standard, time. Standard Time. Yep. So if you're listening to this, go to the Facebook page um, or the Instagram page, um, and we're going to post a link via Zoom. Yeah, I think we'll uh, use Zoom. We'll try that out and see how that works. We'll post the link. We'll see how many people pop on and how many, be cool to be cool to see. How many people can get on there without crashing? I don't know. We'll just if have it crashes. To... Um, then we'll have to go to Plan B. We'll use this program, which is Streamyard. We can have up to nine on this. We'll see how okay. it goes. If we have to limit it, because so, maybe we probably do need. I, I don't know. We'll have to. Well, we're going to figure this thing out. I don't know yeah. how it's going to work. And then, and then, if you're acting up or being a fool, we'll just kick you out of the the thing and just continue on. But I think yeah. it's going to be a roundtable group yeah. chat talking about you know overlanding everything. Yeah. Overlanding, it'd be fun. Any anything overlanding, and um, it's going to be great. Budget overland roundtable, so we can try it out and see how that works. Excited I think it'd be for fun. It. Yeah, yeah, for so. sure. So I, I love having conversations with uh, with the community and. Uh, so we'll see how it works, man. So we're gonna try it via Zoom this time, and um, yeah. see how it goes. I got something what? else to tell you. All right, are you, are you sitting down? <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting. <laughs> hey, I'm just excited to be a part of Budget Overlay, man. I love it. I love the podcast. <laughs> I love the YouTube everything. That's as serious as I'm gonna get. Yeah, yeah, got bo. Got bo. No, seriously though, it's fun. Uh, great community, but apparently, I'm too serious whenever I. <laughs> try to drop a, a subject <laughs> or something. I'll work on that. <laughs> well, what uh, else, man? What else do you want to talk about? Uh, dude, that's it. So we got the trail rated coffee giveaways or yep. uh, the 20% offer. Might do a giveaway. Or did I? Yep. Was that an Easter egg for the listeners that are still listening? <laughs> Easter egg. If you listen, we're going to be doing some trail rated coffee giveaway. Also, uh, other affiliates. We got Bio Spice discount, so that'll be down the show notes. And we got a couple other affiliates. So check the show notes yeah. and keep an yeah. eye out. If you're not part of the newsletter, you want to be a part of that because as people come on, they're giving you know our community special discounts. So it's super cool yeah. um, that people are willing to do that for us, which is rad. I love it. So we want to support those folks. So they're all small businesses, yep. part of the community, and um, you know we we the stuff that. Uh, 
we're partnering up with people with items that we would use or enjoy. We're not just going to let anyone right. come in here and, and uh, right. you know, so, um, but yeah, man, it's awesome. Yep. What else? Is that it? It's all, it's all I got, bro. All right, man. Well, in the meantime, stay sleazy, go breezy. What the hell does that mean? I was waiting for that. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. Stay sleazy, go breezy. All right, cue the music. We're out of here. <laughs> See you guys in the next episode. <laughs> stay sleazy. <laughs>